Let's be honest, most agencies can't be trusted. In this one, I talked to Athena who went from living on a farm and taking care of chickens to now managing some of the most successful creators on the platform. So how can you tell if an OnlyFans agency is legit? Well, let's take a look. So we we got in touch uh, a little while back. You discovered my YouTube channel and you you know, got in touch with me on Telegram. We've kind of been talking ever since. So before we get into it, go ahead and tell the people who you are and what you do. Well, first of all, thank you, Scotty, for having me on your channel today. I do appreciate it very much. I am Athena. I run the Loiters Corporate. And what we specialize is media management for top OnlyFans creators. You've been doing the agency thing for uh, how long now? Independently by myself. I've been doing it for about a year now. I used to have a business partner and she went off to do her own things. She she found her niche. We were together for 10 months prior to that. And before that, I was a events coordinator. So first, you were you're you're an actual OnlyFans creator yourself, and you you still are. So how did how did that even come about? How do you go from doing this, you know, uh, event coordination to becoming OnlyFans extraordinaire? So we can actually thank the the pandemic for that. So in South Africa, when the pandemic came about, all events, drinking, even cigarettes were banned. So our positions became null and void. A lot of weddings had to be postponed. A lot of people lost their jobs. In that interim, I actually moved out to a farm in a small town here in South Africa called Stadtrum. And I lived out my days for a short period of time plowing fields and feeding chickens. And a friend of mine actually posted an ad online looking for someone to fulfill this agent role. So I took a leap of faith and I was like, you know what, I'm really good at management. How hard can it be? The job criteria wasn't really that far off to what I originally had. And I'm quite a ambitious and determined person. So through that, I joined the agency and I was there for about a year and me being the ambitious person that I am, I climbed the ladder incredibly quickly in a very short period of time and it got to a point where there there was no more ladder to climb. So I made the decision that I was going to branch off on my own, uh, gain more skill set and actually open up my own agency. When I've talked to a lot of creators and agencies and different people in the industry, there's a lot of different horror stories on both sides, creator side, the agency side. I guess one one question is, what is kind of one of the craziest things or situations that you've ever had to deal with either working for that agency or working for yourself? What's kind of some of the craziest things you've ever seen? Uh, As a creator myself, uh, we often deal with uh, abuse from certain subscribers there are t- uh, times where a subscriber will come on and just straight up slut shame you. Um, and you're just sitting like, hey, I just want to feed my cats, man. Like, and each creator has their own story and why we started all of this. 
Um, and I think a lot of it does stem from the pandemic and a lot of people losing their jobs. Um, I've had subscribers come onto the page and send random pictures of like them with the sushi roll and then do things with that sushi roll. And I'm just like, that does not belong up there, sir, but cool. You do you, boo. That, like, that was one of the other craziest things. I've seen guys sit on Mountain Dew bottles, like the two liter ones. Uh, that was quite a crazy experience. Uh, so you really, you have a lot that comes through. And it really takes a toll on you mentally because you don't actually know uh, reality anymore. You you think that's normal because you deal with it with your online persona and your day-to-day life. It's, it's normal for you. So you get desensitized and that actually opens you up to more um, real life abuse or catch 22 you'll have a stalker on your hands dealt with that firsthand as well um, I've had my own personal information leaked because of a stalker uh, to a point where they actually google mapped my house that I lived in and I'm just like how how did you find that so you really have to be careful and you really have to set boundaries and make sure that this person you're engaging with knows where the door is constantly where do you think the where do you think the the kind of boundary is because you know on one hand it's you're obviously going to build a deeper connection with people if you're a little bit more personal um you know that's part of the experience with OnlyFans to give these you know customers and subscribers the experience they're looking for is they want that sort of personal connection but at the same time you don't want them to get so far over the edge to where they become obsessed and legitimately believe that they're, you know, in a in a relationship with you or something like that. So how do you sort of um, navigate that, that line of saying, you know what, this person's getting too attached, you know, they're getting maybe too close or, you know, how do you how do you sort of how do you sort of navigate that situation? Reverts back to setting out boundaries. Uh I've had it as well where I've had subscribers go, hey, I want to be with you. I'll, I'll come down to South Africa. Like, I, I want to be the be all and end all for you. And I'm just like, that's great in a fantasy world. Like, we can we can have this great connection. We can sit and we can talk. But you need to understand that it's not going to materialize. What would you say to someone who's, you know, they're kind of just starting out. Maybe they don't have that many subscribers. And like you said, maybe... You know, some of these subscribers are are sort of abusive psychologically, emotionally, just treating them really bad. But maybe this subscriber is one of their biggest sources of income. So the creator kind of feels trapped that they have to cater to this person who's treating them like shit. What what have you been in that situation or what would you kind of recommend to creators that are in that situation? Just because this person is paying for your time and they invested a lot of money into you doesn't mean that they're now buying over the rights to abuse you. You need to constantly check in with reality. I will not tolerate this. Thank you for all your funding, but this is not okay. It's making me feel uncomfortable. So you either going to take a, a step back and realize that you are actually hurting me or there's the front door. Uh, so I would say to creators, stick to your boundaries don't be disrespected. Don't tolerate this. You and I got in touch, you know, months ago. You bought my course. I obviously didn't know you at that time, but we got in touch. And, 
you sent me a video and you said, hey, can you take a look at my backend systems and you know let me know if there's anything I can do to improve? So you sent me that video and I looked at that video and I was completely blown away because I was looking at all of your spreadsheets and all of your numbers and all of your systems and how you organize everything and how you know, every single piece and component of your business is being measured and it's being optimized and it's being scaled. And so that's what a normal creator doesn't necessarily have the time or the skills to do. And that's essentially what you bring to the table when you're taking on a creator. So I've seen you do some pretty crazy numbers with with some creators. One of the biggest, uh, I guess, problems that we're starting to see is that there's all these kind of, you know, coaches and gurus and they're basically teaching everybody that, hey, you can go out there and you can start an OnlyFans agency or you can become an OnlyFans manager and you'll make a ton of money and you'll live this rich lifestyle and all this stuff. It's starting to really, really spread and get popular. Um, and the the downside to that is that you have a lot of, you know, people coming into the industry and, you know, trying to become a manager or start an agency or stuff like that, but they don't really have, you know, the context or the experience. You know, a lot of them are are male, so they don't have the female perspective like someone like you who's actually been a creator yourself and really understands that on a deep level. Um, what do you kind of see as... Um, some of the biggest problems or things to avoid, for example, a lot of creators are legitimately looking for an agency. They need agency help, but 98 out of 100 people that they talk to is just going to lead to a disaster and a mess. So what would you tell creators that are looking for an agency, but you can't really tell the difference between who's legit and what they offer and how they can actually help you? Great question, Scott. So one thing about a legitimate agency is with any company worldwide, they should be registered. You you should have a registration, a reg registration number, a tax number, anything like that. It is not below you or it's not looked down on to ask an agency for those documents just to safeguard yourself. I think that is a major first step. Uh, a lot of these people that come in and sold these hopes and dreams that running an agency is going to be easy and they're going to make a lot of money. They don't realize how much hard work goes into it. Another thing I would recommend for content creators is get on meetings with the managers. Ask for references. Ask them, you know, how long they've been around, what's their style, what's their personality, like just like a brand with your creators or any online creator, just not in the sex work industry. There is a personality that comes with the business. Get to know the person who's going to be running your page. Get to know the people who are going to be taking on your brand. That is really important. With my YouTube channel, I get a ton of agencies and OnlyFans managers and and all kinds of different levels of experience, the large majority of the OnlyFans managers and agencies that kind of come into the industry, their thought process when they're new is kind of something like this. In their mind, they think that 
they're basically just going to go out there and find a creator and they're just going to say, hey, all you have to do is send send us your content and we're just going to do everything. We're going to do all the rest. You don't have to worry about anything. So in their brain, because that's essentially what's being pitched to them, right? From all these OnlyFans agency gurus, they're out there pitching that, yeah, you know, go out there, start an agency, you find some girls and, you know, all she has to do is send you the content and you're going to go out, post it here and there. Why do you think that that doesn't work? So I deal with a lot of these people and it doesn't work 99% of the time. Why, why do you think that is? I think a number one reason why a lot of these mini agencies and these gurus and the, these start off uh, fanboys fail is because they pitch a big game and they can't back it up. One of the things I don't do when I'm chatting to creators go, oh, I'm going to make you so much money. You're earning $2,000 this month. Next month, I'm making you 150 I don't do that. You are not in a position to predict that. You don't know what the subscribers are like on that creator's page. You don't know what her strategy is. You don't know how much effort this model's putting in. And those are a lot of big factors that play into uh, developing a really good relationship, one with your your clients, and then two, creating sustainability on the page. One of the things that I um, try to help creators understand is that it's almost like, you know, probably everybody's seen the show Shark Tank, right? Now, one of the things is when, you know, people get into the shark into the shark tank and they're, they basically have a failing business. Nothing's working. They don't know how to market properly. They don't know how to promote themselves. They don't know how to do anything. And they're essentially looking to the sharks to save them, to recover their dying business. And the response from the sharks is typically always the same. They can't necessarily help a failing business because what venture capital does or what an investor does is basically pouring fuel on the fire. They can take a slightly successful business and fuel it further to make it from slightly successful to extremely successful, but they can't necessarily take a failing business and recover it when you know the owner of that business has no clue what they're doing. They don't know how to advertise. And I think that's one of the biggest problems uh, with OnlyFans as well, is you have a lot of creators out there who don't know how to market properly. They don't know how to get traffic. They don't know how to get fans. And they're essentially looking to an agency to save them and basically do all the work. Why, why, why do you think it's an important, why do you think it's important for a creator to learn the marketing component on her own, to actually develop the skills and not be dependent on somebody else to do the advertising and the marketing for her or for him? So any creator who wants to keep on top of the game and create longevity and stability within their branding needs to know that consistency is key. And what I especially like about your uh, coaching channel and your group and all that is you constantly maintaining, constantly updating. Um, you're friendly. It's relevant. It's user-friendly. So... If I had to come in knowing absolutely nothing and I, like I did, stumble across your channel, I can go, okay, these are all manageable things I can do within my own personal capacity that's not going to cost me much. 
But if I stick to it and I, I am consistent and I keep on producing stuff, you will start seeing results. It may not be immediate, but if you carry on and you push through those boundaries, you will start seeing what you are looking for. By the way, if you check the description below this video, you're gonna see two links. Link number one is for creators that are not getting enough fans and traffic. Remember, an agency is not going to save you here. It's up to you to master these skills and learn how to properly promote your account if you wanna have real success in the business. Link number two is for creators that are already getting plenty of fans and have too much on their plate to deal with. Athena can help you manage, optimize, and maximize your earnings so that you can get your time back and focus on the things that drive your business forward. And now back to the video. Um, another thing I would also say to creators is keep it realistic. I have dealt with so many creators that come in and go, I'm going to be earning 500000 by the end of the month if you take me on. I will tell them straight, that's not realistic. Unless you're already earning that, okay, I can I can help you further. An agency is not a be-all, end-all solution to quadrupling numbers. What we're doing is we're looking at your strategy, we're looking at your figures and your data, and we're going, okay, cool, this is realistic. This, this is not mine. This is your data. We're going to take this, and we're going to punch some numbers and we're going to go, okay, cool. If you do X, Y, Z, we can add on to that. Why do you think that your agency, your team, your systems, everything that you're doing, why do you think that you are successful when so many other people trying to do the same thing aren't? We trial and test everything. I am a creator myself. A lot of the time, my team knows if we are going to test our new system, do it on my page first. If it's safe, my account hasn't been taken down, I haven't been banned, uh, everything's running successfully, then we bring it on to our other clients' pages, and so on and so forth. Media, fetishes, people, we're forever progressing, and we need to keep on top of that. Your product needs to speak for yourself. You need to be progressive. You need to stick with the times. And you need to understand that it's hard work. It's never easy. I've had days where I have not slept in 72 hours. And that's just because my little brain's like, I've got a new system that I want to implement. And I need to get it perfect kind of thing. There's no such thing as perfect. But I will try my damn hardest to get it to perfection. It's a lot of hard work. And it does pay off at the end of the day. And never be a to outgrow your box. If you are outgrowing your box constantly, you are progressive enough in this industry. I think when it comes to the internal management of an OnlyFans account, a female perspective, specifically a female creator who has this type of experience, the nuances that are required is the reason that your creators see so much success that they do in comparison to a lot of the other agencies out there who are, you know, they're just kind of looking at everything on the surface level as numbers, but not really getting into the human, uh, you know, side of it. What, I mean, do you, do you agree with that or what do you think? As a species, we are driven by connection. Um, men think very analytically, women think very emotionally and 
it's it's a catch twenty two, each with our own strengths and and weaknesses. And where we come in at Lotus is we take it from yes, the analytical point of view, but also the very personal, feminine, motherly touch. Uh, personally, my own opinion is we mainly deal with a generation of broken people, people that really didn't have much of uh, that feminine human touch, whether it be in a corporate aspect, a home aspect, just growing up, anything like that. Uh, and what we try to create is a safe space, not just on like a kink level, but just a mentally good space for our subscribers as well. And so you kind of have the best of both worlds because you're someone who legitimately enjoys looking at these tools and systems and optimizing, you know, processes from a very data-driven point of view, but you also have that other side, you know, that you just mentioned where you can really read between the lines and see the nuances of, you know, what's required from a more kind of, you know, feminine, personal uh, point of view and really help these customers get the content that they're looking for and and things like that. So I think um, that was the biggest thing that stood out to me, you know, when I was looking at some of your kind of backend uh, systems and things that you were doing, which was super, super impressive. Um, last question here, just for fun. What, um, if you could go back in time and you, if you could give your younger self any piece of advice, what would that be? Not so much advice, but I think I'd tell us younger self, like, it'll be okay. I wouldn't want to change anything that has happened to me. No single thing. The butterfly effect is real. Um... But I think if I had to go back, I'd tell my younger self I'm really proud of where I've come from. Uh, just a backstory, I, before I was all these fun and crazy cookie things, I was a waitress, nothing really special. Um, I really thought that was going to be the be all and end all for the rest of my life. So I would tell my younger self, carry on doing what you do, trust your instinct, and it'll be okay. Okay.